coming up on your favorite podcast, I'm back in the captain's chair. It's been about a week and a half, and boy, been a hellacious week and a half. Um, just reporting back on some stuff. We haven't had a pod in the last uh, you know week and a half or so because of football being off, nothing really to talk about. I've been collecting some notes for a pod. Ty's been out of town. He's going to join us tonight, and it's going to be great. Had a medical scare with the old man in the last week, but old man's doing great. And so everything is back to seemingly normal. Got a lot to talk about with my guy Ty tonight. As Ty has been traveling all over the globe. Going to hear all about what he's been up to. And then we're going to do some pod parie. Got about four or five topics in the hopper tonight. We're going to try to talk about as many of them as we can. Want to get his thoughts on some things. Should be a good one including getting Ty's Super Bowl pick. We will get that here tonight. So, it's Pod Paris and a little Pick-A-Palooza at the end with my guy Ty, next on the pod. Yep, that's right. It's the Tim Anderson Podcast. I'm Tim. And it's a sight for sore eyes. Just... Just so good to see you. Uh, my guy, Ty. Ty Shrupp, tyshrupp.com, the insurance salesman to the stars uh, in his palatial estate a few miles up the road. Back home. Ty, what's it like being back in your house? You haven't been there in weeks. It's tough. Yeah, it, uh, it's tough getting used to this weather. It's raining outside in Minnesota for our global listeners. I don't know. It's... Uh, I'd rather be somewhere else. Let's just say that. You were everywhere the last few weeks. Called you a couple weeks ago. Said, hey, what's up, bud? You said, don't want to talk right now. I'm ice fishing. And then the next time I saw you or I heard from you, you were in St. Lucia on a beach staring at the ocean. Listening to this podcast, by the way. Listening to this podcast. Absolutely. Enjoying it very thoroughly. Did you get the people of St. Lucia to listen to the podcast? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You better check the listenership. There's going to be a <laughs> there's going to be a piece of the pie there. I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, tell us about your trips. How were they? Oh, it was good. Um, it's been a weird winter in Minnesota, as many people know. Um, I'm sure. Just knowing you, you're going to be all haughty about the fact that you're golfing in February in Minnesota. Uh, much to my chagrin, because uh, it ruined everything that I like about. Uh, about being a Minnesotan. So, um, it was, There's it was plenty of open timing. hockey rinks, Ty. There's plenty of hockey rinks. You can go skate. Everything's fine. That's not the same. <laughs> uh, it, it was a, it, a weird winter. I don't have to tell anybody that. Um, and our ice fishing trip was poor timing. I mean, the entire winter was poor timing. Generally we, we do this every year where we stay on the ice um, generally mid January is perfect timing for that. Um, you can, you know, you have foot 18 inches, almost two feet of ice. The place where we were going to go stay had one inch of ice a week before, and they were still telling us there's a chance we were sleeping out on the ice, <laughs> <laughs> not in all spots, but in some spots, they said they had some spots as, as low as one inch. Uh, we held out hope they canceled on us a few days before, which was the right thing to do. So we found a new location. The fishing had been really, 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 really good because of the unseasonably warm weather, less people on the ice, less vehicles, less pressure on the fish. 
Um, so that was all setting up for it to be a, a really, really, really good fishing trip. And then the cold snap came the day before we went. So it was 20, 30 below overnight, blowing winds, and the fish had their jaws firmly shut. So uh, we did <laughs> not catch a lot of fish. We did not catch zero fish. We caught some, caught one really nice walleye in the group. Um, there were three of us, bunch of perch, and that's about it. 72 hours on the ice and we did not catch a lot, but caught a buzz. It was a good time. That's, that's, that's the whole point though, is that's not what ice fishing is about. It's a celebration. It's an event. It's just being with your friends, slows you down. You're not running and gunning. You're not driving a boat. You're just hanging out in an ice castle with a line in the water. And if you catch fish, that's just a bonus. Um, it yeah, sounds so, poetic, but then you say 72 <laughs> hours on the ice and I got to be, Oh, it's so good. Ah, it's a hard so pass good. for me, Ty. Your, that sounds awful. In your Crocs and shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. And then more recently, I went on my 10 year anniversary trip to St. Lucia. That was an experience. Uh, it was a great time. It was a great trip. Very thankful for having done it. Um, first St. time Lucia's, out there. Yeah, it's my first time there. Uh, I don't know anybody who's ever been there. Um, it's a hike. Now I know why it was a five and a half hour flight from Atlanta. Oh my. Yeah. It's a hike. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. That's a long way. It is. I didn't realize how far it was. It's, I mean, I would guess it's about a 40 minute flight from South America. It's down there. Not Central America, South America. Jeez. I didn't, I would have figured it was like right in the, like, right. I, I, when you, I was thinking like, I don't know why my brain thinks that way. I think I was thinking like Caribbean, oh, Puerto Rico, something like that's gonna be right there, right off the coast, you know, right there. Yep. I thought so too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I did, I had looked it up. I guess I didn't realize how far it was from Florida to there, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's further than I expected. Um, like for example, we went to the Bahamas a few years ago, and that's like a forty-five minute flight from Miami. You know, that's yeah. just right there. You could take a. We could have taken a boat there. Could have. Uh, you're not taking many boats from from Florida to St. Lucia. I mean, they do. The cruise ships do stop there on the extended ones, but uh, yeah, it's a ways out there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. So the reason I chose it was because of the um, the terrain, mountainous, green. It's, it's uh, um, rainforest, and uh, they have volcanoes. It's beautiful. They have these, their, their landmarks are called the Pitan Mountains, and they're just beautiful. We took a boat by it. That was an experience. It was, it was amazing. Um, but much like any destination I go, there's so many places I haven't been in the world that I'm not not necessarily in a rush to go back there. It's not going to be an annual destination for us. I'm just excited about the next, uh, next box to check. So, yeah, I was ready to do the old where in the world is Ty Shrupp and get, get Rockapella up here. Uh, <laughs> so that was fantastic. And how long did you spend there? Like a week? Were you there like seven days? Seven nights. Yep. Wow. Six days, seven nights. Yeah. We, how much drinking did you do? None. I didn't drink. What? Anything. No, stop that. You did not. 
no, sober I, the whole time? No. Uh, we were at an all-inclusive, so yeah. If, if you have ever been to an all-inclusive, yeah, we drank. I think if you're off. at an all-inclusive, you kind of have to. If you're if you don't, you're losing a lot of money. Yeah, you got to make what. your money back. You got to be hammered twenty four hours a day. Yeah, we didn't do a whole lot. We we didn't do any excursions. We did take a, a boat ride out to as a two hour boat ride to the resort from the airport. So that was kind of an excursion in itself. But why that's that, tough? Two hour boat ride. Man, yeah. what well, about pirates? Would you be worried about pirates? I'd be worried about pirates. Yeah, we were pretty close to the uh, to the shore. I'm going to send you some pictures here. This is, like I always like to say, this, this is great radio. But This uh, is good radio. Good production. We didn't have an on-air production. But, you know, we haven't had one in a while, you you and I. It wouldn't be us if we didn't have an on-air production meeting. You're getting it right now. Okay. So, um, just sending you a few pictures. So, the oh, first picture is... Thank you. We had a little sushi date on the water. That was oh, amazing. Oh, look at this guy. Yeah. Oh, and that here, is Fantastic. Here's a picture of Kayla and I on the boat ride in front of the Pataan Mountains. Look at this. This is something else. Yeah, right we here. didn't waste any time with the drinks. Um, the <laughs> boat ride, I probably had about nine beers because they just kept bringing them to me. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> Here's some beautiful people of St. Lucia. That looks, boy, that looks fantastic, Tyus. It was I must tell you. You'd have hated it. You'd I would have hated it. <laughs> no golf? <laughs> no, uh, I did have the option. So we stayed at a Sandals, which Sandals is. Um, they got their stuff together yep. down there. Yeah, yep. they got to plug got their in. stuff together. So uh, it would have been about a 40 minute car ride, but I would have had free golf at at a supposedly a nice golf course. We we thought about it. What the hell does it matter fan, with you? Not a big fan of using rental clubs and no, but taking a 40 on. minute ride. And I don't know. I. It, didn't sound all that good to me when I was sitting on the beach or sitting by the pool with a drink in my hand. Um, the place we actually stayed has a nine hole golf course, um, right on site, free, uh, free rentals, the whole shebang. Well, that sounds great. Except it was shut down because they're building more rooms. What a crock. That sucks. (laughs) The place we stayed is called Sandals Latak Golf Resort. And they don't oh, have a golf course. And you didn't play golf. They don't have a golf course. Yeah. But golf is in G-U-L-F. G-U-L-F. Golf. <laughs> they, they might have to officially change it. Yeah. They might have to make it that. Yeah, now for that sure. Now the golf course is closed. But uh, <laughs> we spent a lot of time by the beach, a lot of time by the pool. That was, it's, it was our 10th anniversary. If we wanted to sightsee, we would have went to Europe. Um. We just wanted to relax without kids. Love it, man. I'm, you know? I support you 100%. You know, uh, the wife and I have out. our 10 coming up this um, this I summer. We're did. going to Banff, Canada. So I'm jealous. Very excited about that. What's your yeah. plan while you're there? Well, I do plan to play some golf. I think I am going to play one golf round uh, in the mountains there, in the Canadian Rockies. I do want to get one mountain round in. Um. Lake Victoria is that? I think it's Lake Louise. Lake Louise. Lake Louise is what they with the castle looking resort. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna check that out too. I think, and then she has, of course, plans to check out Calgary because there's a zoo there. So obviously, anywhere where there's a zoo tie, that's where we're going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm playing Payne's Valley this summer. You know that, right? No. Playing Payne's Valley. Is this like an exclusive invite or how'd you, how'd you get that? The gal, uh, the gal surprised me last summer 
with a birthday gift from, you know, he's like, she's like, I got you around at Payne's Valley. I'm like, well, you know, we got school starting in two weeks. I can't uh, possibly take that. So we held on to it and we're going to burn it up in June. We're going to take a road trip okay. down there. We're going to play Payne's Valley. I'm bringing John. John Payne's wants Valley to play is a it. Tiger Woods track, right? The Tiger Woods track. Or, 19, we, the 19 holes, right? Yes. And I'm going to take plenty of pictures for you. Uh, but I owe this to John a little bit because I got we got to play Hazeltine last summer, you and I, and John and I, I think he felt you know a little FOMO there. But also because John and I went and played Big Cedar Lodge in 2020, and we played mm-hmm. Top of the Rock, and we played uh, Buffalo Ridge. And as we were playing Buffalo Ridge, they were building Payne's Valley. So we were watching the creation of the course as we were getting ready to play Buffalo Ridge, and we both said, like, hey, when we get the chance, we're going to come back and play this. Um, because it looked amazing from where we could tell. And by all accounts, it's amazing. So, so did she buy you a, like a tea time or she bought it was you like a, a, gift, a card. gift card? It was like okay. a gift card. Was yeah. it hard to find a tea time? I, you know, I'm told that it's not, you can get one, you know, they take okay. them like a 30 days in advance and you can get one, you know, okay. it's just a matter of making a phone call and getting yeah. it done. So okay. that's what we're going to do. Caddy. Um, no, I don't think so. I think we're just going to get on the carts and do the carts because you can cart there. Okay. Because um, John wouldn't walk that. John wouldn't walk that. With He's a caddy, not. though? Yeah, you know, he probably would do it with a caddy. Is it elevation? Yeah, he, no? It, there is, is there some elevation because you're near the Ozarks. Yeah, you're kind of near the Ozark Mountains. But you're not at elevation. No, not really. Yeah, you're not. It's not like where the ball is going to travel 40 yards further. We get to play off that beautiful Zoesia. Very excited about the Zoesia. Didn't they play that Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau match at Payne's Valley? No, they played the Tiger Rory. Oh, that's what it was. That's what they played there. That's what it was. Yeah. They wouldn't let Phil play at Payne's Valley right now. Are you kidding me? Those two, (laughs) those two aren't exactly on speaking terms. I don't think Phil and Tiger. You got to be escorted uh, off the premises. Yeah. He'd be like, sir, sir, sir. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, we wanted to do a pod Paris tonight, Ty, because you and I haven't touched base in a while. We'll get a Super Bowl pick out of you before it's all said and done here tonight, which I know you're thinking about. Uh, I know you got a lot of opinions on Usher, on Taylor Swift. Usher. Usher. Yep, Usher. You got a lot of picks there. You got a lot of thoughts. Um, but let me, I got a whole list of stuff. Uh, first of all, baseball season is upon us. It's coming up. You excited? <laughs> no. Were you excited for Joe Maurer making the Hall of Fame? Nope. Nope. Good for him. Neither. Though. It. Yeah, didn't, none of that it. did anything for you. Nope. Nope. Baseball. I don't know. Baseball doesn't do anything for me. Certainly not Joe Maurer. Um, I love Joe Maurer as much as anyone at, you know, uh, at some point. Didn't want him to go to the New York Yankees. That would have made me, you know, that would have devastated me. But I don't know. There's something about the end of his career. It was just was pretty boring. You know, the team did not do Joe a whole lot of favors at the end of his career. They were in full rebuild mode. Joe was very, um, certainly not Joe's fault, uh, but he was very, uh, you know, he got paid. He got his $24 million a year, um, but he was loyal to them. And they certainly did no, him no favors as far as getting him a championship. He never came close. Um, you know, and he kind of just rode off into the sunset under pretty boring circumstances. And I think that's unfortunate kind of clouded the whole Joe Maurer, you know, like I know Joe Maurer as one of the best players in baseball 
the best catcher as a total package that the statistics are, probably ever had. I never would have thought that until I started really seeing them yeah. break down the stats of it. Like as a catcher, the things he was able yeah. to do is pretty incredible stuff. Yeah, if, if you take, which it's hard to do, but if you take, you know, playoff accolades and championships out of it, I don't think there's much of an argument. You know, there's guys who were catchers on, on championship teams or, you know, teams that, that made multiple year runs that we certainly would look at, you know, like a Pudge Rodriguez and be like, well, you know, that guy was certainly in the limelight for a long time. It's not Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer is probably the best catcher. Um, like I said, as a package that, that the MLB's ever had. Yeah. Pudge is a better leader. I'll yeah. give you that. Yachty yeah. or Molina, better leader. Yep. Maybe Posada was a better leader, but Maurer's a better player than Posada. Yeah, absolutely. The numbers tell you that. Absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm glad that he's a Minnesotan. I'm glad that he played for Minnesota. I'm glad he was loyal to us. Um, but the people who were maybe a little bit younger than me really just saw Joe playing for mediocre teams and, you know, slapping the ball up the middle. There wasn't a whole lot there. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of juice at the end of his career. And, uh, yeah, that, that kind of clouded everything for me. I, I think maybe I'll have a different perspective later on, but at, at this point I, I didn't get a whole lot excited. I'm, just being honest. Fair enough. Does uh, the Otani contract do anything for you? $500 million. Is that officially too much? Where do you, where is you being a, um, you being a money guy, how much Having is too much? Very little of it. Yeah. Well, saying? you know, fair. But how much in your mind, how much is too much? I don't and know is there what that such line a thing? is. I, I, I don't have as much of an issue with the dollar amount whether it's annually or over the entire contract, I have an issue with the the whole game of it, paying him basically thirteen bucks a year while he's actually playing, and then like the deferred, ninety-five. Yeah. I have an issue with that. I don't. I really don't care if it turns out being you know how they spread out the you know the hits and all that. I know there's not a true salary cap in baseball. Um, that I have an issue with. Feels like a game. Feels unfair. There was really no question about it. Alexander Ovechkin signed a contract probably in 2011, and the NHL denied it. Um, just said, you know what, that's really not within. Um, it was spreading the money too thinly. Hmm. Um, and I feel like they were right in doing that. It, it really wasn't in the... It's not the, the spirit of the game. It's not the spirit of the game. That's exactly what I was looking for. And I feel that way with Otani. I just feel like I have a good friend who's a huge baseball fan. He's huge into um, sabermetrics and contracts and things of that nature. He could be an MLB GM tomorrow. Um, and I feel like he's always telling me that the best team doesn't win. The team that spends the most money doesn't win. And that's what he loves about baseball. But it sure seems like everybody else is starting behind the eight ball. And I feel like stuff like this is going to become the new norm unless they, they close that door. And the fact that they let it happen to me makes me feel more down about baseball. Um, Baseball needs a salary cap. We need to spread the, you know, the, the talent out a little bit. It, it, it just gets tiresome seeing everybody sign with the Mets, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Padres. Like, it's sad knowing that someone like Shohei Otani would never sign with the Minnesota Twins because that's just not how it works. That's not how baseball works. 
He would never do that. Nothing against Shohei Otani. It's just not how baseball works. And he's probably going to make the money back. The reason why he can defer all of it is because, you know, with Japanese television and him being in L.A., uh, most of those games will be broadcast in Japan during the day. And he's it has going no to make, negative effect on him. It That's has no negative issue. effect. They will move so much Otani gear in LA. The Dodgers will make their money back in five seconds because they'll sell out tickets. They'll sell Otani jerseys in Japan. They will sell the television rights to the Dodgers and they'll make a killing. So, and Otani will get paid a ton in whatever ads or whatever spokesman sponsorship stuff. He'll make a ton no matter what he does. So I, it's not like he's going to be a popper here for the next 10 years and then cash out big, you know, copyright Bobby Bonilla and have like a 30-year run where he's getting paid $2 million a year. It's not going to be that. He's going to get all this money plus. I guess I just didn't like the fact that it was like double everybody else. You know, when guys are signing $250 million contracts and then Otani basically says, yeah, I'm double that. I don't know what to say to that because I just, if I'm the Dodgers, I don't love it because I mean, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have paid him that because I, I just long-term, I don't see the value. Keep like, in mind. He can't pitch this year. He can't pitch this year. And this is Tommy John number two or whatever. So who knows what kind of pitcher he'll be after that? Uh, probably okay. But is he a starter? Is he a reliever? You know, I don't know what he is. Um, and he's just, he's basically just a DH. Like, what is he going to do? Is he going to play the, I mean, is he going to play first base? going to play the outfield? I mean, I think he's just a DH in the National League. I, I don't get it. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just a weird signing. My issue, I think, and it's tough for me, so maybe you can help me through this. Because I've been feeling this a lot. Because everything, and I get it, I understand it. Everything is is money now. Everything is money. Like you watch hockey and it's jarring to watch the local sponsorships on the boards on the road. Like, so we're, I don't, there's times I don't know if we're the home team or the away team because we're literally like superimposing or transposing sponsorships on the visiting team's ice and the visiting team's board or on the home team's boards and on all this stuff. And I'm just like, what is Northtown? What is Northdale Ford selling stuff at the Florida Panthers game? Like, I, what, what are we doing? And then you're like, oh no, it's just they have literally sold graphics on the ice for the teams for the television sponsors. And I'm just like, when is it enough? What, you know, do we? Is there? Can we? Can we have some sacred cows? I just want to know that we've got a couple of sacred cows that were like, you know what? We're not touching these. But it's like, nope, we're going to sell the patch on the baseball jersey now. We're going to sell the, we're going to sell, you mark my words, something will be on the NFL helmet or the NFL jersey within the next five years, guaranteed. Um, I'm pretty confident that the soccer or the, the soccer jerseys and the hockey jerseys will look just like golfers uh, polo shirts in the next or NASCAR uh, fire suits in the next couple of years. Uh, I just... I guess I just want to know where it stops. Like, when do you officially run out of resources, run out of revenue, and how much money is too much money? And is that going to be in my lifetime? Because I don't know, but part of me is looking around at the market and looking at the metrics, and I'm like, 
you're spending a lot of money that I'm not positive exists. Like in the next five years, some of this money may not be here. And I don't know what's going to happen to sports after that. I mean, they're not going to die. I just don't know what happens to them. Yeah, we're seeing it in, really in all sports, certainly in golf, which don't get me started. But I mean, We might have at, to get to golf here too, but go look ahead. Look at Premier League soccer. It went from Rakuten on the, on the corner of the chest and Timberwolves on the crest to Timberwolves on the corner and Rakuten on the crest, right? That's what Premier League soccer is. It's mm-hmm. sad. Um, you know, that's the start of it. And I can't talk you off that ledge because I'm on the ledge right with you holding hands. It's, uh, it's sad. I, it, the point you brought up though, about Shohei Otani, really, we can project across all sports because, and we've talked about this before. It's like, how much does it have to be rubbing rubbed in our face? Right. As you know, common folk that, you know, we make X amount of dollars and we're lucky to get a cost of living raise. Mm-hmm. And they used to, you know, I'll, I'll say NHL hockey players, a good salary used to be a million bucks. Then it was 2 million bucks. Then it was 5 million bucks. Now it's 12, 13 million bucks. Football quarterback used to make 3 million bucks. Now it's 50, 60 million dollars. Like, at what point are we supposed to feel bad for Justin Jefferson that he wants $40, $35 million a year? Like, are we supposed to feel bad if if the Vikings don't give it to him? Like, ah, oh, man, he really earned it. You know, even though the guys five years ago were lucky to get 12. Like, who's coming up with these numbers? When, when, when do we – where does it stop? I mean, are, are teams going to have to give out – five billion dollar contracts to their quarterback to stay relevant at some point. I have a tough time with this because, you know, when you look around in education where I work uh, and you look in the fields we are where they're like, hey, pal, you know, best we can do is two percent. You know, best we can do is three percent, four percent, you know, and that's what they're, you know, kicking around in a lot of places. We finally settled and we got a decent raise and I'm proud of that. But like still like they're getting 10x what they, you know, what they were getting on their previous, it's like, that is, it's unbelievable. It doesn't match. It just doesn't match. Especially when you look at the television contracts and you see, well, hang on a minute. They're going to want like, th- what, what television company or streaming company is going to give them $2 billion or $3 billion in the next contract and actually see that money pay off. There's no way. Like there's no way. You know, the NFL sold a playoff game to Peacock for $110 million. Hey, great deal for the NFL. I have a tough time believing that Peacock got their money out of that. I don't know if they did. I don't know if NBC or Peacock got their $110 million. I don't know if Amazon Prime is getting what they paid for Thursday Night Football. I know this. There are a lot of companies that are looking around and going, you know... We're not getting what we've put in here. Like, we're just not. And we just can't do the next deal. Like, the NFL, like ESPN is thinking that right now. ESPN paid a gazillion dollars for football, for Monday Night Football to keep the rights to get playoffs, for paying Joe Buck, paying Troy Aikman. And they're looking around going, 
our customer subscriber list is 75% of what it was five, six years ago, maybe 65% of what it was five years ago, it's only going to get worse. Where's the revenue streams to pay for that? Like I just, at some point you're out of money. The PGA tour found this out, which is why now they're in bed with the private equity firms and why they're in bed with the PIF with Saudi Arabia and the PIF, right? Because they looked around and like Sony and all these companies said, screw that, man. I ain't paying that anymore. You're asking me for $30 million more than what I put into this tournament last year. For what? What am I getting? Oh, you're getting the same thing we always gave you. Okay. Well, why am I doing that? Well, because they'll go to live otherwise. Well, okay, I guess, but I'm not spending that. Because we can't, we can't justify it. Uh, I just see that hitting a wall at some point. When you're, you know, you're the twins or you're the wild and they're coming to you and that's just it. They come back to you as a fan and they say, hey, shut up and take it. You know, it's going to now cost you $5,000 for season tickets or $10,000 for a personal seat license and and you need to pay it or else. And it's like, at some point, that's too much. Like at some point you, you're not going to be able to do this anymore. Like fans are not going to be able to, to keep paying for this. And where, I don't know where the money's going to go. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm looking around and I'm like, I kind of just hate the over commercialization of all of this. I can't do it anymore. I just can't the Super Bowl, I lived with it for years, but now I feel like I get the Super Bowl every Sunday. Thank you. Off my soapbox. Yeah, you're right. It's it's too much at some point. It's it's nauseating. It makes it not fun is what it does. It yep. kills it. Like watching golf, I'm struggling with the golf right now. Like I'm really struggling. You know, the, the live guys, I tried to, again, I tried to watch live. I really tried. I can't, Why? I can't Don't do, it. do it, Ty. I can't do, do it. it. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the fucking worst. The broadcasting is terrible. Yeah, but they have music. They have music. Oh, but it's, yeah, it's music. Oh, great. You want to listen to Pitbull while Phil Mickelson plays golf? No, I don't. Rom likes it, surprisingly. Yeah, Rom, Rom. Oh, yeah, Mr. I I need total concentration and focus when he's on the tour. But now that he gets to wear shorts, uh, now now he loves the party. Oh, it's a great time. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this is another example of that. They just gave Terrell Hatton $50 million. To miss putts. Nobody watches it. How can you? How do you compete with people who are paying $50 million for Terrell Hatton? They're lunatics. Terrell Hatton's a guy I totally get it for. Go. Yeah, I understand I it. You're never, you're never going to make $50 million bucks on this. 100%. Go yeah, make your money, Terrell Hatton. win tournaments, so... But it's just the idea, like, I watch on YouTube Friday. I just put it on it at some, just a random spot because it came across my feed. And 12,000 people were watching. On YouTube, where millions of people are on a day. Billions, probably. And they got 15,000 people at a time watching it. Meanwhile, last night, the Good Good had their Good Good open, their desert open. There were 100,000 hits on YouTube during the live feed. It's getting like 7x to watch Grant Horvat hit the ball. I, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it anymore. I don't understand. The saddest part of it all 
is that John Rahm got $600 million, at least $300 million. And he's going to be playing on the PGA Tour in less than a year. Book it. Oh, he's going to be able to play in whatever events he wants to. He'll be on a PGA Tour event by the end of this year. Yeah. I believe it. Because I believe this is going to get done. And uh, I, I don't know. Hey, by the way, breaking news. Your guy, Mike Zimmer, looks like he's going to the Cowboys. Perhaps to be the defensive coordinator. Are you excited? Uh, no, not at all. No, I'm excited that the Cowboys defense will be overrated. You know, yeah. probably ruin Micah Parsons in some way, shape or form. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, that he's going to the Cowboys and the Cowboys are the Cowboys. So I'm not, I'm, they don't, uh, they don't make me nervous. How about this one for you? How do you feel about chicken? You a big chicken guy? Do you love chicken? You big about chicken pool, guy? The pool game? No. no I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, we had chicken sandwiches for dinner I'm just tonight. picturing you holding Kayla up on your shoulders. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Kayla loves that. I'm sure that was that's a thought that she needed in her head. Uh, yeah. We had chicken sandwiches for dinner tonight. Big chicken guy. You're yeah. a big chicken guy. Yeah. Have you had a chance to eat Wingstop? No, I have not. But was was you know what I'm t- uh, right on University Extension in Blaine? Yeah, is that a wing stop? What was that? No, that was like a wing joint. Wing joint, okay. Wing Sorry. joint, yeah. It's called that wing uh, yeah, joint. Yeah, I, I am. I'm familiar with the wing stop um, franchise or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but no, I have never had it. Uh, What's your favorite chicken place? Just chicken. Yeah, like if you're going to go get a chicken sandwich or chicken wings or just, you know, just a place that is a chicken place. Are you a KFC guy? No, I mean... Are you a Popeye's guy? Not a chain, but chicken wings. The only place I'm going is Serums. Okay. Or the well. Or the well. Or the well. Okay. All right. It's for for our local fans. For our local people. But as far as like a chicken sandwich, I'm going Chick-fil-A. You're going Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, because as you know, the chicken wars have heated up here in the area. In the last couple years now, the Chick Fil A's have blown up. We've got Raising Canes. We've Close got we yeah. we've got Canes. We got Popeyes. We got Chick Fil A. We've got now Wingstop to go along with B Dubs. And I just feel like I, I, I was trying to figure out if we needed more chicken. Like when Wingstop moved in, I was like, yeah, that's what we need. We need another chicken place. Um, I went in there the other day because wife wanted to try it. No rhyme or reason. Normally like places are well-oiled machines when they first open because they've trained everybody perfectly and this is what we got. And this Everybody's is what we bought do. in. Everybody's bought in. There's no, uh, there's no, no sass yet. You know, none of that stuff. I walk in there and there's just like 45, 50 people just standing. And I don't know where the order line is. I don't know where the pickup line is. I don't know where the dine-in line is. People are just standing there and the guy's hollering out orders. And it's like, people don't know where they are. I waited 45 minutes for my wings. 45. I'm just going to tell you, not worth 45 minutes. 
<laughs> just gonna just tell you that right now. I could have told pretty, you that. Pretty good chicken sandwich. Driving by the place. And again, pretty good chicken sandwich. You know, but you could live without the place. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of like wings. Traditional. What'd you get? We got the traditional wings. Um, and by the way, traditional, the kids gave me a hard time at school because I like boneless wings. I'm like, no, it's chicken nuggets, Anderson. That's what we call those nuggies. Uh, we can, can we put this to bed? We can have boneless wings in this world. Can't we? Yeah. There's a difference. Are you a boneless? I'm a boneless wing guy too, a little bit. I think you get more chicken sometimes. Yeah. I like boneless wings. I I don't know that I'd choose it over traditional wings, but boneless wings are my go-to when I don't want to get messy. And that's, yes, because you can get happens. a fork with those. You can put a yeah. fork to those. It's good. Like if it's for lunch, I don't want to get messy. You can plunge. If I work lunch, I don't want to get messy. Yeah, you look good all the time. You can't be screwing around. You can't no. get buffalo sauce on your shirt. Right. You're interviewing clients. I have had bad boneless wings that I've said these are essentially chicken nuggets. They just, you know, bought some Tyson chicken nuggets, threw them in the fryer, and I do like them up. that you can you can um, plunge the wing from the fork into the ranch. Yeah. Like that's what makes the boneless Correct. wing a home run, I think, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Right You're a ranch guy too, right? Are you a blue cheese guy? Oh, ranch. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How much of the equation is their ranch or blue cheese and how much of the equation is the actual wing? Because you can get away with pretty average wings if you have some good dips. And they have a decent ranch at the wing stop. I'll give them that. Okay. It was a pretty okay. tasty ranch. Okay. I'll give them that. Thin or thick? It was like a thick, like a thicker ranch. Okay. And I was I was okay with it. It didn't yeah, bother. Good me. to be had in both 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 territories there. Yeah, the blue cheese. I think a good blue cheese. <sighs> Gross. Are you serious? I don't do cheese anything. I don't do cheese. You, I don't do cream cheese cheesecake. Are you serious? What? Never. Did you never, just say you don't never. do cheesecake? Nope, never. Ty, come on. Nope. Jesus Christ! What is the matter with you? Yep. Nope. Don't do it. You don't do. So you don't do like a snack cheese? You don't put some... If it has cheese in the name, I will not You don't do do like cheeseburgers? No. You don't do like a charcuterie board and have like meat and cheese platters? That'd be the last thing I'd have. Are you high? What is the matter with you? (laughs) Not high. Just don't like cheese. Yeah. Are you lactose intolerant? Yes, but that's not why. But no, I, you're, I not, yeah, you're not lactose. I've seen you polish off ice cream and all kinds of other shit. No, 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 no. I don't do ice cream. You don't do ice cream? Yes, you do. No, I've no. seen you have ice cream. Maybe if you? I'm sitting on the toilet. No, I don't do ice cream. Why would you have ice cream on the toilet? That's gross. Well, that's the only place I could have it. You try to tell you it goes right through like a locomotive? Yes, because I'm lactose intolerant. But, but, that, not, that, no, but it's cheese, not like that. It's cheese not like has th- nothing to do with lactose intolerance. I hate cheese. You want to put cheese... You want to heat it up, and I will barf in your lap. I guarantee it. What about a lasagna? No, never. Whoa, come on. Never, never have it. I'm incensed. never have it. I am incensed. I've never been this angry on the podcast. I have never been this angry. I am fuming. I am steaming, Matt. So no chicken parm? No No lasagna? Parmesan. Par- no parmesan? You won't even put a little parmesan on your spaghetti? Parmesan, blue cheese. I will never, ever, 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 ever indulge in that. Ever. Ever. Never. But a good blue cheese with the wings is really good. No. A good blue cheese. You got to be a little choosy, but a good blue cheese is really good. The choosy moms choose ranch. That's what they say. Yeah. A good ranch is a good is very good, though. I can't dispute that. Um... 
it's kind of like, so I've seen all these chicken places and I just kept asking myself, do I need more chicken places? Can we, can we officially say we have enough chicken places? Can we say that now? Or is there always room for more chicken places? No, I don't think so. I think you think there's there's always room. No, no, I think no. we're good right now. Yeah, we're good. They should have to come to us before they open another chicken place. I was okay with Chick-fil-A and, and uh, Canes. Those, you know, they brought chicken fingers or chicken tenders to the forefront. I appreciate them doing that. Because it used to yeah. be kind of an ancillary item, right? Yep. It wasn't something you, you they got a market on that. They found yeah, something. It was, we had to go to the kids menu for that stuff. And they yeah. said, you know what? Everybody likes chicken tenders. We're just going to serve like just chicken tenders. Yeah, that's, it's like, what the hell is this, Russia? I can't have chicken tenders and be 40 years old? What the hell's that, the matter with you? That's what I like about, about, uh, about specifically Russia? about Keynes. Oh, no, yes. No, I thought you were like talking Russia. about Russia there for a minute. No, <laughs> I can't see why you think that. Um, <laughs> I'm talking you about like vodka. It's because you like vodka. The thing, <laughs> a good vodka soda, sure. Um, the thing I like about Keynes is they don't make any bones about it. Literally no bones. It's all no bones. bones. Yeah, no, no, no. Chicken fingers. And I appreciate the fact that if there's 56 people in that line, I don't got to worry about it because my chicken fingers are being made right now because yep. they know I'm getting chicken fingers. And they're not screwing around because, yeah, they're always making chicken fingers. It's kind of like. You want a chicken like, sandwich? You're getting chicken fingers on a sandwich. I love it. That's what it is. Oh, and crinkle fries and a pretty wicked good Texas toast. Oh, and there's. Oh, cane sauce is so good. The cane sauce is good. I like that theirs is a little different. That their cane sauce, sauce is. Cane sauce or Chick fil A sauce? Both. I like both, but I think I the like cane both. sauce is really good. The cane, cane sauce, sauce is, is more, it's more authentic to me. Um, the Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A sauce, sauce does is, feel it's, like. It's kind of like, just like a mayo, right? Yeah, it it's does good. feel like that. Yeah, it's not I bad. It. I'm not going to knock it. Like it. a honey mustard almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing too, that I was not sure why we need more of. Have you noticed there's like 79 car washes that have opened in the last year. It feels They're like all every subscription time, car washes. Yeah. Every time a place like, it's like, oh, this place closed. They're going to tear it down. And what are they going to put? Oh, they're going to put another car wash over there. Like a big old 90 story Mr. Car Wash. It, have it's you like, been what into the any hell? of these Mr. Car Washes? Or I have whatever? not been to a Mr. Car Wash yet. Okay. No, because I keep running through Quick Trip because it's cheaper and I can okay. get in and out a little keep faster. Keep going to Quick Trip unless you want to do the subscription because you get there, you go up to the machine. And they come up and they're like, hey, let me help you with that. And they're there to help sell a subscription. And they say, okay, so do you want to buy a subscription for 40 bucks a month? No. Oh, no, I don't I don't live that all that close to here. No, I don't want a subscription. Okay, well, your car wash is going to be 36 bucks today. It's $36 for a car wash? Yeah. The, their base, no their way. base car wash is $25. 25 at Mr. Car Wash? Yep. What in the world are we doing? Because they want you to buy a subscription for 35 It's an easy decision at that point. You're already there. You can't back up. And now they've just basically decided we're going to turn every car wash into a light show. Like you drive yeah. by it. It's like going to a dance club. It's just there's music blaring. There's reds and pinks and purples. And it's just all the stuff going on. And you're like, oh, man, looks like a great time in there. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but do they wash your car? <laughs> It's like, I don't need the light show for my car wash. I just need the car to be clean. That's it. Don't need anything else. No frills. But but at, at Quick Trip, don't you like when they shoot the, the multicolored soap on? That's kind of cool. That's different. That's the soap that's going on the car. I'm talking about the light show that you get in all these other ones right now. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. It's absurd. I love, I love when you see, you see uh, 
you know, machines. And you're like, ooh, something's going in. And then a day later, you see them putting up the structure, and it's just like a, like a, like a curved dome. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> it's another goddamn car wash. Damn tunnel. It's either that or, yeah, whatever. But. It's basically become chicken places, car washes, and banks. Like, how many goddamn banks are getting built and storage places? It's like, is there anything else that we can build right now? Can we get some other things built? Like, like a what is happening? What's yeah, build a good burger place. Well, cows are controversial, but yeah. Maybe that's why. There's your answer right there. That's it? Cows give off too much carbon. Yeah. So when we talk about sacred cows, the cows are sacred. And that's why we're getting... We want less cows. We got to kill the cows. Well, then we, need more, then we need more burger places. Well, no, because we got to, we have to, yeah, I won't walk you through the process, but we'd have to come up with more cows. Yeah. So chicken. But what about milk? Almonds. Well, what do you care? Because you don't drink any goddamn milk, apparently, because anything with uh, lactose in it, you don't give a rat's ass about that. No, and I do not dip my Oreos in milk. That is disgusting. Oh, come on. Now, this is starting to be... Are you an American? Like, are you do you, are you so. a warm-blooded American? What does it matter with you? Yeah, no, no Oreos milk, in the milk is a no cheese. No You're from the Midwest? Where are you from? Anyway. Those, those people at St. Lucia were like, oh, man, a guy who doesn't like cheese. I'll just give him some fucking grapes then. That's, that'll keep him quiet. Give him some alcohol. It'll be great. It works. It does. Ferment the grapes first. All though, I'm saying obviously. is I just want something other. Like, next time we build something, can we just get a deal on this? No more car washes. We're all stocked up on car washes. We're good on chicken places. We don't need any more chicken places. And we don't need any more goddamn banks. Yeah, we uh, we have banks. Everybody has a bank, right? Like, we're good on banks. We're good. We're way good. COVID taught us we don't even need to go to the goddamn bank anymore. We can deposit our checks from the house. Like, seriously, what do we need to go to the bank for? That's a good point. Put in more ATMs. Build me more gas stations. Give me another restaurant. Can I get another quality bar and grill? Like that, that serves some decent food. Come on, Ty. Work your magic. Are you a shortstop guy? I, you know, I like shortstop. The gal doesn't. I really? like it, though. Burgers are good. Burgers are good. I like it. Because they cook it right there and you can see it. I know. I, I like that. that. I like that. I really do. Yeah. Um, a couple things happened to me over the weekend. Uh... It happened to me again. Hasn't happened to me in a while. But I realized how much I freaking hate it. Um, I got shushed. I got shushed. At a library? And no, I don't remember. You know, I'm trying to remember where I was where I got shushed. I don't know if I was at like a... I, I, or, you know what it was? I think it was somebody was... I was trying to get... I was trying to get somebody's attention. But I didn't know what they were on the phone or I didn't know they were busy because, again, whenever people got their goddamn AirPods in now, I have no idea. You know, if you have your hood up and you have your whatever, I can't tell if you're on your damn phone anymore. I don't know. Um, but I get the one finger and then I get the shoosh. Like I get the I get the finger to the mouth shoosh thing. And my body temperature went up 10 degrees. 
like I'm telling you, if you if they put me in jail one day, it's they're gonna say, well, what happened? It just Anderson just snapped. What happened? He got shushed. Oh, well, that explains it. I literally think if I murder somebody, it's going to be because I got shushed. I have decided nothing makes me angrier. Not even the inability to get the ball out of the bunker in one shot. <laughs> like when the ball when the ball rolls back to your feet in the bunker, that one is a very that the rage tends to bubble when that happens. I've also seen you I've also seen a uh, group behind us hit the ball past us off the tee. You like that one too. That's not my fave. I gotta tell you, I don't love that. That's a little bit irritating. But being shush. shushed. Oh not, my god. I have not a knock on wood, I have not been shushed in a long time. Probably since I was seven years old. Yeah, when you're a grown ass man and you get shushed. We gotta figure out where this was this at at Wingstop? No, I don't think it was at Wingstop. Well, boy, could you imagine if that was the case at Wingstop? It's like, well, Wingstop had a murder massacre in there. Like Anderson literally, he stole everybody's chicken, chicken and everywhere. killed 27 people. I mean, it's just, what do you think happened to this guy? And they look at the closed circuit. They look at the security footage like, well, clearly this one guy puts the finger to his lips and shushes him. And all of a sudden, rage just went out. I don't know what to explain it. but So what would you do? I think I, like I said, I think it was at school. And I think I was going to talk to somebody about, like, I don't know if it was a student or if I was going to go talk to it. I'm trying to remember what the circumstances were because it was like two, three weeks ago. I meant that I wrote it down on my list knowing that I was going to talk to you at some point again. Just, I can't, I'm trying to remember the exact circumstances. Um, but I get the shush signal. And instantly I was like, like the, like the, the atomic bomb. I'm like, oh my God, it happened. And shushed. First time in years. I thought most people got the memo that you don't fucking shush me or I will absolutely go nuts. <laughs> um, apparently not. Apparently, apparently not. not. So I got shushed and I've decided that that is, like I said, if I go to jail, it's going to be for that. So you're saying you haven't been shushed. Not in a long time. Is no. there something that people do to you that irritates the hell out of you to the point where like you're, you get pissed every time it happens? Yeah, I mean, it, I'd have to think about it, but we—I was just having a conversation similar to this at at work with my coworkers, talking about like what what are our pet peeves with when going out, you know, to dinner or going out to a meal. And my absolute pet peeve from a server or bartender is when they are just totally disinterested in their job. They don't make any effort to make it seem like they want to be there. They don't make any effort to be kind, put some sort of smile on their face. I'm not asking you to be fake, but I don't need attitude. And when I ask for something that's like, you know, for example, if I ask for fries on the side and fries don't get brought, if I kindly ask like, oh, could I get fries? If I get, you know, the old like, (sighs) yeah, deep sigh. The yeah, I'm gonna lose it. I'm going to lose it. Like, what you should not. I think of people, you know, like you might think, okay, if you're waiting on tables, it might be whatever. It's a you know, you're in college or whatever. No, you're in the hospitality business, and I definitely give credit to servers, like, their job's not easy. 
but you can make good money if you try hard. Like it's not, it's not a, it's not necessarily a college job. It's not a, it's for people who are fine with the hours, who are fine with putting up with people's shit. I commend them, but you got to act like you want to be there a little bit, just a little bit, not a lot. Just give me a little bit. Okay. That's all I'm asking. I, yeah, just give me like, um, give give me like a, a, a fake flirtatious server, please. I mean, I don't ask for the world here. I just want to like, when I go there, feel like I'm really important. I want to go there and feel like, you know, I, I kind of matter. I just, that's all I want to do just for a minute. You know, I'm not Shohei Otani. I can't just get, go wherever I want and do whatever I want and have all enough money to buy anything I want. I just want to feel like a big shot for two minutes. That's all I get. Right. Let me have my two minutes. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. And I, yeah, I hate being shushed. I got, oh, and let me just. What if you got shushed by a server? Oh my fucking God. I would lose my mind. I'd be like, I'd I'd be starting. I'd tip trays over. I'd be pushing water on. I'd be like, that's it. That's it. If I was at Texas Roadhouse, I'd eat all the rolls. I'd be like, you're going to bring me the entire roll of rolls so I can eat all of them. Cinnamon butter. Yes. I will eat all of that. I want you to package up 30 of those for me to go home. I'm glad I brought it up. That was pretty good. <laughs> you know what? I got another one too. This one is interesting because I don't know what to do with it. So I have a student and I've never had this 10 years. I'd like to think like the thing that I do best, Ty, I, I don't have a lot of skills. Like I'm not good at a lot of things, right? I, I'm Same. 40. 42 year old man. I play a little golf. I can talk a little bit. I do this pod. I mean, I don't have a lot. I don't do a lot. I'm kind of an easygoing dude for the most part. I coach a speech team, you know, great. But I'd like to think that like one of the skills I have is I have the ability to like build relationships. I have the ability to get to know people. I can talk to people. I definitely feel like I've got that. So I have this one student who sits down puts her headphones in and proceeds to ignore me. Literally, we've been in class 40 days this trimester. She has not said one word to me. Not one. Every morning when she walks in, I say hello. Nothing back. I go with sometimes and I check in with her. I'm like, hey, anything you need? She doesn't even look me in the face. I am invisible to this student. Can't see me. Won't talk to me. Won't do anything. I don't know what to do. And like, it's one of those things where I want to get angry here and just be like, well, you just listen. The other day, she was sitting in the desk and the desks needed to be shifted because these big seniors, all they do is move the damn desks around. That's all they do. And I wanted to shift the desks over. I was like, hey, can we move this desk like five feet this way, three feet this way? Not only does she not answer me, not only does she not look at me, she doesn't move the desk. Basically, I had to move her in the desk (laughs) to arrange the desks, to which I got a dirty look. But it's like, we wouldn't have had to do that if you just would have done what I asked you to do. But 40 days in, I've never been ignored like this. Never. 
I've always been able to find my way, always been able to build a relationship, always been able to bridge, always. Not now. No bridge. I've never been ignored like this. Part of me wants to get angry, and the other part of me admires her to be able to pull this off to the degree that she has. Yeah. It takes some gumption to be yeah. able to do this yeah. and commitment to the bit. It would be a lot easier for this student to just be a normal part of the class than to pull off what she's pulling off. So, yeah, there there has to be a certain degree of commitment there. Um, I am of the belief, and I always love to, I love to give um, precursors to what I'm about to say. I love to like, you know, I don't like to be controversial. So I like to, to give a little bit of a disclaimer before I talk. And the disclaimer here is I am not a psychologist. I'm not a scientist. I'm nothing of the like. These are just my opinions. I don't believe that people change. I think we can evolve. I think we can learn. I think we can adapt, but I don't think we change. Um, I think someone who would be so headstrong to, for one, it's not you. It's not your class. It's just, that's just how this student is. Yeah. I'm and not that's how I'm, this, that's how this person is going to treat their life forever in different, you know, varying degrees of, of what they're doing to you or, or, you know, that's how they're going to treat their potential career. If they have one, that's how they're going to treat every run in that they have in their life going forward. I don't think you can change that. You owe to the student to try. You've done that. You owe to the student to give them a safe environment. You're you're doing that. You're going to do that. But to go off on them, I think would be giving into what they want you to do. I think that's what exactly it. She like wants me to do this. That's what I think. I really it's, it's believe a it's like game. she's she's waiting like, you out. Yeah. She's like this guy's going to snap eventually and then I'm going to get what I want. And it's yep. like I'm just trying to kill her with kindness here and I'm trying to be the kindest goddamn guy ever, but I got to admit I'm trying to decide what do I hate more? Do I hate being shushed or do I hate being ignored? Like, what is it that I, I mean, if I had to choose one for the rest of my life, what would I choose? Shushed or ignored? Maybe ignored, but it's close. It's a close fight right now. Yeah. Shushed is a head on points with a 10-9 first, but I think they're still feeling each other out. There's a chance that being ignored will come around and win. Yeah. I also like to say that you never know what's going on in someone's life. True. And I never like to overreact to a one-off. The shush thing could be like, hey, you... You don't know what's going on on the other side of that table. Fair enough. They right. could have just gotten a text that their grandma died. You don't know. Very Probably fair. not, but you don't know. Very fair. The student, 40 days of solidarity, that's not a one-off. That's more frustrating to me. 40 days of disrespect. It's disrespect. It really is. It is disrespectful, but commendable. Like I said, I almost <laughs> right. want to tip my cap to her. Like, I almost want to just be like, my hat's off to you. The fact that you've been able to ignore me and not even change facial expressions. Like, I can't even get her to smile. Like, I nothing. Like, I could probably, I to the point where I'm almost ready to be like, can someone just come in and randomly kick me in the balls and see if she gets, just reacts. <laughs> see if like she, re- just to see if she giggles or something. Just to be like, ah, ha, 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 got kicked in the balls. Ha, 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 ha. If that happened, it's almost worth it. I said almost, right? The, to the degrees that I will go for a reaction, you have no idea. But man, 
I don't know what to do. Like I've never been at all. I, I went to my AP the other day. And I was like, I think I've played literally all my cards. I've turned over all my cards. I got, I got nothing. I got, I don't have any extra hidden tricks here. Uh, I don't have any more gadget plays I can run. I, I, you know, short of the hidden ball trick or something like that. I got nothing else. I don't know what else to do. It's, it's kind of a funny revelation because I'm sure previous to this, a lot of your complaints would been, would have been about the kids you wanted to shut up. And now you can't get this kid not to shut up. <laughs> right. It's that's, like, that's true. <laughs> that's and you're frustrated true. as hell about it. I know, but like I, this kid won't not shut up. I wish this kid would just not shut up and say stuff. <laughs> Something. I got a kid in my fourth hour who won't stop talking. And today while I was gone, there was a sub. I get a picture of him with a banana on a string hanging in the top of my room. <sighs> Have you tried doing roll call or something? <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. I should go back to that. Just be like, you you should have get to like say a hand here. in the air. Like, what? See, I think on day one, I got a hand in the air. Just to okay. indicate, yep, that's me. That's me. But that's that's as far as if that's the only that and the fact that she walks into the class every day and sits down are the only proof of life things I have. Like other than that, could be weekend at Bernie's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's unbelievable. I just don't know what to do. Part of me wants to email the other teachers and be like, does she talk to you? Because then I would, but then I worry. They'll be like, oh yeah, she's, she's a blabbermouth in my class. She the talks up a pet. storm. <laughs> she teachers pet in my room. She just must hate your guts, Anders. And I don't know if I can take that. I highly doubt that. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> oh man, we've covered a lot of ground. Hey, a couple football questions. I'm gonna get your Super Bowl pick. Kirk wants two years, 45 million. You ready to give it to him? 45 a year guaranteed. You ready to give it to him? Nope. I'm, I'm calling bluff right there. And I'm saying, you want to go to Atlanta? You want to go to Washington? Well, he's not going to go to Washington, but you want to go to Atlanta? You want to go to Vegas? Go for it, bud. Um, You want to win? There's not another team out there that needs a quarterback. That's in a better position to win. I'm not saying the Vikings are in a great position to win, but the other options are not great. Okay. What would you pay him? What's fair? Well, that's my point is you you get, you got to call his bluff and say, all right, do you want to win? You have not taken a team-friendly deal. You have went for the money, which you have every right to do, right? He was treated pretty poorly in Washington. Not that he didn't make any money, but he was they never invested in him. Yeah, Certainly they not with longevity. And he was getting 30. I mean, all the guarantee yeah. that guy's got more guaranteed money. Yeah, exactly. Everything has been Kirk-friendly. Everything. And he says he wants to win. He says he wants to stay in Minnesota. He said he wants to keep his family here. I would call that bluff. You you really do hold the cards there because the team is not in a position to necessarily make a championship run. Again, you, you can try. You, you were doing the competitive rebuild. It could work. I, I mean, if we have Kirk and JJ next year, we could be a good team. We could be a playoff team. You never know. Could have $75 million tied up in two guys. But if he says no, draft a quarterback. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm not giving you forty five million dollars. Not, not at thirty six years old, coming off an Achilles. Um, you know, I'll pay you thirty six. That's a team friendly deal. I'll give you two. Probably not going to give you three because I think that the, I think the fans are unless Kirk shows up and and takes us on a playoff run in those two years. There's going to be a lot of heat on on. Quessy and KOC and the Wilfs. I really do because they're going to say, all right, what we've Kirk's been here now for six, seven years. 
Um, you know, like we got to tear it down at some point and rebuild. We have to draft a quarterback that we're serious about. Um, yeah, I'm, I throw out my number again. It's in the mid thirties. It's still, that would be team friendly to me. I just, on a separate note, we talk about, you know, Zach likes to talk about, we can't win with paying our quarterbacks. It's very difficult to do unless you have a Patrick Mahomes type Unless you have elevates everybody, the guy. I'm not talking about six guys. We're talking about the guy, Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes. Those are the only two I can think of. Okay. In the last 20 years. Even beloved A-Raj, your beloved A-Raj. Yep. You got to have like just a a game changing. We found out that, that, that even A-Raj wasn't enough to make it happen in the playoffs more times than not. Yeah. Okay. What if you threw in a $35, $40 million wide receiver into that equation? How does that work? So even if you're like teeter-tottering on that, like, ah, you could, if you were real smart about other stuff, let's double that. How's it, it doesn't work. It's not going to work. And I understand JJ. JJ's trying to get his first big contract. JJ does not have $100 million in the bank. He deserves to get paid. He's earned it. I get that. But hearing him say, all I care about is I, I want, he says the two things. Again, he's in a bargaining position. He says, I want the team to show that they're committed to me. And I want to break the bank. Yeah. That is directly in opposition to the fact that I want to win. I want to win multiple championships. I want to win them here. I was drafted here. Yeah. Winning uh, doesn't like, have anything to do with that. He can't no. have it both ways on that. Cause he's not saying okay. I want to win. He's I'm, saying I'm I want to get paid. okay with JJ. Like you, these I'm a guys, trade JJ guy. I have been a trade I, I JJ agree. guy since the middle of the season. But I think JJ deserves to get to get paid top sure. wide receiver money. He He'll get paid by somebody. The largest amount that a wide receiver's ever gotten. Again, to your point, does it have to be double? No. Does it have to be even 20% more? No. It should be the most, but we don't need to keep resetting the record books every time this happens. Um, again, that's not saying that I think the Vikings need to do it, but having 70, $80 million tied up in two players. That's not, that's never going to work unless it's Pat Mahomes. It's not going to work. I also come from the camp of, uh, last year I hear rumblings and again, they, they deny this, but the rumors are pretty much there, Ty, that the Vikings pretty much offered their entire draft for Anthony Richardson and the Colts said no. Now, I believe that there's some truth to that, whether it's the whole draft or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But do I believe they made a substantial offer to go get Anthony Richardson? I do. And do I believe they will make a substantial offer to get up in the top three so that they could get Drake May or Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels? I think it's Jaden Daniels, yeah. I think so. Like, I think they will. And if one of those chips on the table is, hey, Justin Jefferson and a one for the third pick in the draft or the first pick in the draft. I kind of want to do it. Yeah, but you're trading JJ just to move up. So you're not even getting a first round draft pick for JJ. Or or I'm trading my whole draft to move up and then I'm trading JJ for more picks. Okay, because who's the talking head who threw that out? I don't know. 
which I know they've thrown. There's some JJ talk out Someone there. Someone threw it out recently saying the Vikings should trade JJ and their one next year to move up to three or 11 JJ and our one next year to move up to three. I'm not doing that. I mean, JJ I'm not doing that, but I'm not trading JJ unless I get a first round pick. I'm not well, doing it. I to would move say up. this. If you tell me I could keep my 11 this year and move up to one and have one and 11 or have two and 11. Yeah. I would give up JJ and next year's number one to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I would do that JJ to give me two round. right here. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That I would do. Now, Ryan here, wouldn't do that. Ryan I, would want, he'd want a, a one back. He'd want all kinds of stuff. I get that. Ryan believes he should get two number ones for JJ. And maybe that's true. Maybe, maybe that is the market. I don't know. But I, I think that's w- if, if you don't want to trade JJ, that's the, that's the offer you can't refuse would be two number ones. Yeah. I mean, unless, I unless that, it's from the, the Eagles or the Ravens or something like that. You're not, I think there's that. a Godfather offer out there. I do. Like, I think somewhere out there you can make an offer and you can move JJ and get two picks. You could also say, you know what? We'll stay at 11. We'll take what's there. We'll trade JJ. We'll move up. We'll do what we got to do. And maybe we sign Gardner Minshew for $15 million. And Gardner Minshew starts next year. And I'm not saying that gets me super excited. I'm not saying that fills up my bucket or anything. But at least it makes it it's interesting. You know, at least it gives you some flexibility, gives you some options. It would fit a competitive rebuild. That's just, I mean, I don't know. Just where my head is. Like, and maybe you sign Derrick Henry to a really cheap deal and he comes in and he's your running back. I'm interested, at least, in that conversation. Um, so there's that. Stay tuned on Kirk. But I think that's going to come to a head here in the next, after the Super Bowl's done, you know, give it that first week of March, which is really just like three weeks away, when they start getting into the free agency stuff. I think that's going to get hot. And I think the Kirk market's going to be really interesting. Um, Super Bowl talk on our way out. Who do you like? I'm compensated to say that I like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> but in, uh, I hate to take the lazy response, but I'm concerned with the 49ers starts in their last two games. They have made it happen. Okay. That's, yep. that's fair. That's fair. But it was against Detroit whose defense is very suspect. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to be a Detroit fan right now. Against the Packers, who are a couple years ahead of what we think could be a nice run. Okay? Yep. With a quarterback who's never played in the playoffs before. Still with you. Yep. Now they're playing against Spagnolo's defense. They're playing against Andy Reid, probably the best play caller, game planner in the in the league right now. And Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL, without a doubt, whether you like him or not. I have friends who absolutely hate Pat Mahomes. But you cannot deny he's the best quarterback in the NFL. There's nobody you could even have that conversation about other than him. I and don't, I understand. I don't know how you bet against that. It's yeah, difficult. and I know there's some people. My students love to throw out the well, it's rigged for Taylor Swift. I'm like, yeah, that's what the NFL needed. They needed more money, and this was how they were going to do it. They set up a date between Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and they made that happen in Kansas City. Sure, you know that that's what they did. Um, do I think they've enjoyed having Taylor Swift on camera every week? Sure. I mean, Christ, it fell in their lap. It's great. 
But it's like people are going to watch the Super Bowl regardless if she's there or not. It has nothing to do with whether or not she's there. They're going to watch regardless. It's going to be fine. Um, I think San Francisco can win this game because, and they should win this game. I think they're the better team. The question is, can Kyle Shanahan finish the job? Like, I think if he doesn't win this game, we're going to have questions about Kyle Shanahan's big game coaching ability. And that's maybe not fair um, because he's gone to two Super Bowls. And if he loses two Super Bowls to Andy Reid, is that the worst thing in the world? No. But I think for like his legacy, for Brock Purdy's legacy, the Colin Coward's talking like, oh, if Brock Purdy loses the Super Bowl, he should be quarterback number two next season. It's like, what are we talking about here? That guy has had two really good years. He's gone to a Super Bowl in an NFC Championship game. When does he get his credit? You know, like give this man some 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 credit. Some. Um, if he wins the Super Bowl, I I think you gotta you gotta you gotta give it to him, uh, and he's got to be the guy for a long time. This does feel like where Tom Brady was that first Super Bowl. Where everybody was like, yeah, Tom, if he loses this big, you know, it'll be Drew Bledsoe back next year and we'll stop all this Tom stuff. But then Tom won. And then what? You know, then all hell broke loose. So I wonder if, and I'm not saying Brock Purdy's Tom Brady, but I am saying like this could be the dawning of a new era, potentially. I like the Niners to win. I don't know why. I've been Chiefs all playoff long. A little part of me is feeling like it's San Francisco. I'm feeling it right now. I don't know why. So you're obligated to say KC. Yeah, but contractually I'm, I'm obligated. Still going to say KC. I, we talk about, you know, all the time how important the quarterback position is. Say what you want about Brock Purdy. He's not Pat Mahomes. If you're talking it's those true, two head to head in a big game, I'm, I'm going to take Pat Mahomes every time. And, and it's not because loses, you have the, you have the cardboard cutout of Mahomes in your office, right? I don't. I would. I would take one. I have. I have a cardboard cutout of Jake in my office. You have Jake. Jake. But you don't have Andy Reid, and you don't have Pat Mahomes. No, I would definitely pay good money to have Andy Reid chowing on some nuggies in my office. That's a lot of cardboard. (laughs) Or eating a cheeseburger. That's a lot of cardboard. (laughs) I'd love to have the cardboard cutout of him opening up his celebratory cheeseburger from the team. That'd be oh gosh. <laughs> I always give my dad crap that he looks just like Andy Reed and he really does. Uh, but the other day, you know, my old man had a health episode last Friday and I went and saw him and I was just like, God damn, you look like Andy Reed right now. <laughs> it's like, all he needs is a red poncho and a chief's hat. And he, and he's Andy Reed. He's Andy yeah. Reed. I'm telling you. Uh, so I got a root for San Fran. I, I need San Fran to win. I have no interest in watching Ursher at halftime. So the question is, does he open with yeah? Or does he open with, like, you remind me of a girl that I once knew? Like, what does he open with? I don't does know. Does he close with yeah? Or does it's he open with yeah? Been a little while for me and Ursher, but I, I don't, it could be worse. I mean, this is this is going to bring back a lot of, like, eighth and ninth grade memories for me. Um, <laughs> and I'm all right with that. I mean, Better than Rihanna. Sorry. Whoa, hang on now. Hang no, Rihanna on. looks great. Okay. Rihanna but. is a, is she's the hall pass. I'm telling Rihanna you, I would was, leave. She was I would go to coffee right like, now with Rihanna and my wife like would understand. Six months. She had a couple hits. She had umbrella, whatever. 
other than that, found love in a hopeless place. What does it matter with you? Wasn't like a there wasn't a great Rihanna run, I don't think. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take Josh over. Rihanna. You watch your tone right now. I know right? on this podcast of all places. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean that's Rihanna. By the way, close circuit. You are welcome on this pod anytime you want, but not Ursher. Ursher, not so Ursher. I mean, we'd take Ursh, but. Uh, we would certainly try to get, we got a good vibe with Ursh, but I think I gotta have, uh, I think I'd be a Rihanna person like 10 times out of 10 before we get Ursh in here. It's going to be a while, but we need, we need a country star. I know what's happened. Can't get Toby Keith now. Um, That's the only downer. May rest in peace. Yeah. Are you a big Toby guy? Was this tough for you? Yeah. It's been a little tough for me this week. It was tough because I've been, I've followed him for 30 years. I've been a fan. It was, uh. You know, just like when anyone passes, you go back and all of a sudden you just listen to like the top 10, top 20, and you're like, damn. Guy's got 20 number one hits. 20 number one hits. I always like the stuff that wasn't so bombastic and over the top. Like I know everybody points to, you know, Honky Tonk You or Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, man. That's a jam. It's a a bop. I'm not saying it's not. But give me Should Have Been a Cowboy. Give me Red Solo Cup. Yeah, see, I'm not even a huge red solo cup guy, but yeah, give me my. give me whiskey girl, give me high maintenance woman, give me should have been a cowboy, we were in love, he ain't worth it. These are good songs. Take those. Yeah. Those are all good. Give me all of those. Those are all fine. You could you there's a lot of good Toby Keith. He wrote like 5,000 songs. I was reading through his stuff like his catalog is absurd. Yeah. Absurd. Crazy Houston. stuff. Gone too soon. Yeah, 62. Tough run, but a good run. Good run. Uh, well, uh, and again, another guy Willie Nelson outlives. What on earth is happening? That guy, maybe the key is you have to smoke a lot of weed. All of it. I mean, the whole bet. You got to smoke bags a day like Willie. <laughs> have you seen that documentary on Netflix? The I have not. Night and Pop or whatever. No, what I haven't seen that. No, I need to. It was... Uh, it was it was cool. It was cool to see some artists that were were before my time. You know, some of them I you know, I, whatever. When I was younger, I loved Michael Jackson's music. What whatever. So I, I I've seen a lot of Michael. I have not seen a lot of Bob Dylan. I have not seen a lot of Lionel Richie. It was pretty cool to see those. Lionel Richie kicks ass. It dude. was pretty cool to see those guys and girls. Um, you know, kind of chop it up for a few hours. It was cool. I, I, I would recommend it. I will watch that because I'm a Lionel Richie guy. That'll be, that'll be great. I will check that out. But again, Willie outliving everybody. Willie was there too. Yeah. Willie's 93. Yeah. Or whatever it is. And he's still just, I mean, Toby wrote a song about how he'd never smoke weed with Willie again. (laughs) Thinking there's no way this guy's going to live that long with the amount of weed he smokes. And just good old-fashioned, clean living. He's outliving everybody. Yeah. Willie might be the last man standing. There is a chance. What do they say? A beer a day takes, or beer a day keeps the doctor away? There's some truth to stuff like that. It makes me want to run out and get some edibles. Like, I'm not a big smoker. I'm not a weed guy. <laughs> but part of me is like, man, maybe Willie's onto something. I mean, he's definitely on something. Well, he's on something. There's no question about that. He's either onto something or onto something. Yeah, no doubt. Ty, this was great. I'm so glad we got to chop it up for an hour and 20 minutes. This was good. 
We we don't we haven't talked enough. I've been dying for you to get back into town. I miss you. Uh, I'm eager to get out on the golf course with you. When are they going to let you back out on the TPC with all this great February golf weather? <laughs> I just read the newsletter today that the course is not opening, but it's looking good for the spring. You know, no mold. So uh, it's going to be an early spring. The ground. All so. I know is I'm ready for a transfusion with my boy. Ready to hit the uh, links and have me a beverage with my boy Tyus. A little Reuben in the clubhouse. Oh, let's go, my man. I'm in. Definitely excited to do that with you this summer. I really enjoyed our golf excursions last summer. We're going to have to go find another couple of new spots. It's going to be tough to top. It's going to be tough to top, but we might need to go find a couple new spots just to try some things, just to go out there and, you know, feel like big shots again. <laughs> It'll be good stuff. We will. Ty, my best to the family as always. And if you want to catch Ty, you can always listen to us on the pod. You can always listen to all the previous episodes we've had Ty on during the Pickapalooza part of the season. He was great during the NFL this year for us. He is on Kansas City because he's a State Farm guy, and that's just the way it is. He's a shill for the corporation. We know that. Um, but you can find Ty, tyshrup.com, the insurance agent to the stars. Go check him out. Go get yourself the hookup. I know a lot of my friends are moving over to Ty because they see Ty, and they want Ty to take care of him, and Ty's taking care of him. That's what it's all about, my friends. So go see Ty. Go talk to Ty. He'll take care of you. I know that. I believe in that. Uh, and then you can always go listen to us anywhere, iHeartRadio. Spotify, Apple, Pandora. You you find the podcast site and that's where we are. You can also listen to the archive at timpodcast.podbean.com. Another Peak Cinema coming up soon. A movie I have to still watch. A movie that Ryan picked. Confident I'm not going to like it, but we're going to do it anyway because that's how I roll. Um, and then we're going to get things done. If you haven't heard the Point Break podcast from a few weeks ago, hell yeah, go listen to it. My guy, Peace Ways. It was amazing. Um, but anyway, you can go check all of that stuff out. I would appreciate you doing so. So until next time, for my guy, Ty, this is Tim saying keep your head up, and we'll see you.